Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode. This is number 201. I'm your host, 65 Lokes, covering model car culture from around the world. Excited for this one because we have our guest, Scaled by Snacks. What's up, Bill? How you doing? What's up, guys? How are y'all doing? What's up, Edgar? Thanks yeah, for having yeah. me on, man. I really appreciate it. Pretty good, dude. I mean, first off, I love the background, bro. I, I love, you know, just that display right there. Thanks for having that. <laughs> To sharing that there. there's a little vibe in here yeah oh man that's awesome that's awesome dude and uh what time is it out there in your area right now it is a little bit after midnight it is way past my bedtime bro dang well hey th thanks for uh pulling through and like doing this for us to be here uh for those that are listening oh yeah right man now, i wouldn't miss it oh awesome awesome for, for those that are listening right now you know um we are streaming this live on our uh youtube channel um youtube.com you know slash skill writers and you know for the folks that listen to the podcast through you know spotify and also um on itunes or apple podcast uh, link on the description that you can see this video too because uh, bill's going to be sharing uh his builds on here as well as we you know further along on, onto the episode right there so uh just a heads up for that and um so dude what's up man like i mean wh what have you been i mean you've been busy you've been actively building and doing video content all this but um as of late you know tell us about your most recent work on the bench so the most recent work on the bench was the lifted aoshima hilux that i did um i had some custom 3d printed wheels we got some custom 3D printed roof rack. We did some other little accessories. And it was just a fun kind of last uh, little shorter end of the year build. Um, did some cool stuff with it. We did a, this is my first build to do a full matte 2K clear instead of gloss, like what I'm kind of used to. So it was a lot of fun. Um, and just putting it together, doing something different again. Because uh, before that was my first dive into like the low rider scene with the the high looks that I did. So we're going from low, we're going from lifted, we're just touching on a little bit of everything and just learning as I go, really enjoying it, trying different techniques and just just trying to really have a lot of fun with it. So while we're talking about that one, let me just pull that one out over here and let's look at it. Let's see what's going on. So this is the Aoshima high looks right here. This is the lifted version. We've got the 3D printed roof rack on the top there. We've got uh, a winch and some other stuff that I robbed from another kit. Those big wheels with that new splash rubber black paint. Um, we even put that that fifth wheel on the back over here too. We got a little dedicated on there too. Just just really having fun with some of this stuff. That was my that was my closeout for the year right there. Man, that looks that looks dope, dude. It, it's crazy. I, I love the styles that you bring to the table. You know, you don't just stick to to one thing. Like you're right now, it seems like you're just exploring. You know, you're you're doing a lot of various things. And even the uh, the most recent uh, Hilux truck, the one that you did that pattern um, on that top like section there, it, it's it's freaking dope, dude. That was fun. I had a lot of support from the community and a lot of what I think of in my mind as veteran builders, high level builders that these people we just reach out to, we talk to, they have no problem just helping, giving you that information, walking you through techniques and just really working with you when you when they know you want to learn. Like 
you're just sitting there listening, just just trying to be a sponge and absorb it all in because those techniques we can tie into so many different things and just put them into other projects and really work on them and and just grow off of that, you know. So like the the S15 that I did was kind of the start of of advanced masking is what I would call it. And then I tied what I learned into that, into that Hilux. And then I've kind of combined both of those and merged them together to get what I'm doing on this uh, 13, the other one that's in progress right now. Damn, that's crazy. And, you know, from the last time we did the episode, I was I was shocked, bro, when you told me how long you had been doing this for. I was like tripping out. Can you update us now? How long have you been like bottle building now for? From so, that time? Uh, realistically, it was, um, we're looking at establishing July of 2020, right? So, um, July of 2020 was when I first started. I did my first kit. Um, uh, and then, you know, again, we had a little, I had about three months off in there and then got really back into it in kind of later October, November of that year when we moved into the house that we're in now. And I was able to set everything back up and, and just really get back at it. And, I just enjoy it. I enjoy getting out of my comfort zone. I enjoy pushing. I enjoy just just learning new techniques and trying different things. Man, that's dope. That's pretty dope. It's crazy, man, because, um, you know, for a lot of people, it's taken them years to get to a point where they're they're satisfied with their builds or even just to get like some type of recognition, you know, uh, for what, what they're doing. And it's, you know, I feel like you know, now is like a really good time to get into modeling. If you're new to it, um, you know, I, I've been posting like a lot of videos on like TikTok, right? And you're, you're on there as well, posting vids. And yeah. I've been noticing, dude, like I get a lot of comments from people asking, like, do you have to paint these? Do they come pre-painted? Do they come pre-built? They're very curious about what they're seeing because I feel like I'm starting to attract a lot of the car fans on there that are not yeah. model builders. And they're starting to ask all these questions and even some of them have started to even purchase and get into model building that i'm i'm tripping out like i'm like wait a minute because then later i'll start getting emails or or they'll find the instagram through the link there and um they'll just you know hit me up with like hey i just got a kit like what do i need um you know as far as like pain or what glue or what and it's pretty cool because they have a vision already they see the one-on-one scale cars of what they're fans of and when they see a kit, they get excited, especially with the box art. But then again, it's like now, you know, it's new people coming into the fold. But I feel like if you stick to it and you become, you know, like a sponge to learn, um, you're definitely going to, you know, you're, you're going to catch up quick and like learn all this stuff like right off the bat. You know, so it, it's crazy. What's it been your experience right now with like TikTok, like posting videos and, and content on there? I don't, it's a whole nother world on there. Like, right. We're, we're in a comfort zone with our Instagram community where it's just, it's always awesome. It's always positive for the most part. Like there's never really anything, anything bad in there either. Not that there isn't TikTok either, but I'm still learning TikTok. I'm navigating it. Um, uh, it's, it's a lot different. Um, and the, the community is a lot more broad. I feel like on TikTok and you get a lot of, a lot of outside people looking in too and just commenting asking how did you do this where did this come from where do you get these parts and you get a lot of people oh i haven't done this in so many years how do i get back into it so there's a lot of fresh 
a lot of fresh eyes, a lot of people looking, a lot of people asking questions. And it's just cool having those interactions and being able to talk to people too on there. I'm sure it's a video platform, but there's a lot of communication. There's a lot of other modelers that go live and just talk and, and work through there. And it's just another avenue to create content and connect with other modelers. Yeah, I have seen uh, some that I follow uh, that jump on the live, um, especially uh, Gundam or aircraft uh, model builders. Yeah, like, they'll just be live and I'll just be tuning in for a little bit to see. And I mean, I haven't done it yet, but that's kind of like the next. I feel like um, that's something I want to do, like the, that plunge of setting up my camera, you know, whenever I'm in my bench by myself uh, at whatever time that it is, and then just hit that live button and go from there. You know, not too long ago, uh, you were live with Chester on Instagram. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, tell me, hey. tell me about that experience with like with Chester. You know, you guys deciding to like, you know, go on there. I even jumped on the the chat for a bit to, uh, you know, to see you guys, and that was entertaining, right there. So Chester and I talk a pretty good bit. Like we, you know, we talk. We want to meet up at shows. We have a lot of really good interactions, and we just click really well together. And so he wanted to go live, and it's something I've been wanting to do. I want to get, you know, I want to put this face in the camera a little bit more and just get more comfortable with it. And going live on Instagram is just another way to really connect with everybody in the community, whether you're just coming in to listen to some music and chill or just hang out and kind of vibe with us and ask some questions. Uh, Chester and I had so many questions from different people in the community about what I was doing, whether it was, you know, just basic scribing or what tools we had or what paints, what what PSIs, I mean, anything and people just in there hanging out and chilling. Uh, Willie was in there with us for a, a, a long time of it too. We know you popped in and a lot of people did too. It's just a, another cool way to really connect with everybody and just kind of show what we're doing. Uh, moving forward in the future, that's definitely something I want to do more. Chester and I definitely want to go live and do some stuff together. Um, Brandon Commando and I have talked, we're going to do some live stuff again. Uh, and I just want to kind of mix and interact with a couple other builders in the community uh kit builder chris and i have some some special plans coming up too um where we're going to try to connect and go live a couple of times together uh and so anybody in the community that's building wants to go live wants to just set up and we'll do some split screens and just hang out damn that's tight man no yeah that, that's gonna be cool because even though like let's say you guys are live you don't know what's going on on the other end like you, you're either going to be building or you're just chilling you might you know you might be somewhere you might be bored and then you go oh damn these guys are live let me jump in let me check out let me see what they're doing you know yeah and um and, and then, then i did a i did a solo live uh after chester and i were done and i was just working on masking on the s13 and just kind of hanging out and exploring live and getting used to my camera setup playing with music and audio, working on microphone, just just content creation and just interacting and hanging out with everybody that is in the community that, you know, just wants to hang out. Man, that's cool. Um, I'm, I jumped in on the chat right now and um, shout outs to Jake. He, uh, he, he wrote down a scale and then he wrote right question mark. So can you tell us, tell us about down a scale right now? Um, you're rocking the shirt. I am. I got to rock the shirt. I got to represent. So um, down to scale is a model car club, but it's more of a, a brotherhood in another really close community of just awesome people. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to have 
a really awesome group of people here in Texas close to me that I get to interact with, hang out at the shows um, and just be a part of. Um, it, it all worked out really good. Um, there's a it was just it was just really awesome. There's a guy named Gary that I met here locally in Shreveport that goes to a lot of shows. Um, not too long after that, I met uh, Ruben, Saul, Daniel and all the other guys in Texas. And I just really clicked with those guys. We had a you know, modelers have a pretty like mind and to have a have a community like that um interacting with those guys and then connecting with the rest of down to scale throughout the u.s has just been awesome um even like with willie and some of these other guys i mean i'm building lifelong relationships with these guys in the club and other modelers from other places too but these guys in the club that just support you all the time want to talk to you are pushing you and just seeing what you're doing and what you're up to it i mean it's basically a second family outside of this and that's pretty dope, man. So new new member and everything. That's that's awesome. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I'm definitely one of the newest members. And that's just recent, right? When you when you joined? Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Wasn't too long ago. Oh man, congrats. That's that's dope. Yeah, um, yeah, because I remember, you know, like how you started like back then when we did the episode, you you were just you're just building like solo, you know? Yep. So that's awesome. And um from that time to now, like last year, uh were you at the, you attended some shows, weren't you out in uh, Texas? Yeah, so where I'm at here, there is a local show about 20 minutes away from my house. It's an IPS show or IPMS show, and it, it's fairly large. It doesn't have a whole lot of automotive, but it gets a lot of traffic from what we call the Arclatex and other areas. So a lot of people come into here for it. And that's where I got like, that's where I really had my first show where I started getting to meet a lot of builders see a lot of stuff, see how people were doing presentations and just the general show vibe for some of that stuff. Um, and then Liz and I started traveling out into Texas, into Arkansas, other places. I mean, we went to a show in Arkansas just basically to meet up with Wes and hang out with him for the day, you know, and that that's what this is about. Yeah, we love awards. We like that stuff too, but I like the people. I like the environment. I like just hanging out and talking with models with people or just looking at builds and you know Wes and I'll sit there and look at this whoa what is this what is this you know and it's just really cool seeing that yeah it's pretty cool yeah I got to uh, hang out with Wes uh over the week this last weekend at the NNL um I wasn't even sure dude that he, I didn't even know he was going to be out here for NNL I know he was working on a build for Sam for Splash but for some reason yeah. I, I thought he was gonna mail that over to him um, I know those teaser pictures in his case, and I was like, no, 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 no. We need to see more of those. And he was like, nope, can't till after the show. And <laughs> yeah, now, so now they're everywhere. Now I can't even open up Instagram without seeing the Harlequin. <laughs> yeah, as soon as, as soon as I started seeing, like, oh wait a minute, he he has it, like you know, getting ready for flight and all that. I knew, oh wait, he is coming, like for sure. And then you know, we uh, we went to the pizza party. I got there uh, with with my homie Randall. We got there pretty early, like right when things were starting off. And he, I mean, Wes was already there, and um, he rolled up with his friend Al Camacho. So I was like, "Oh, dope!" You know, I got, I got to see them, and then, you know, I, I got to see his Nissan Z, that that new Nissan Z that he just yeah. finished, the new one from that green with the special uh, carbon fiber. Yeah, man. And I was like, "Man, dude, like that his uh, his '58 Impala, this like purple one that he brings out." 
so super clean dude and i mean just just hanging out you know and um chopping it up with them and then the the same like at the nnl and then at the end of the show we still like like people everyone was gone already and you know i had already wrapped up we were pretty much in the back while the vendors were just like the last vendors were loading up their trucks ready to leave and we were still just hanging out like just chopping it up you know and uh um, oh, yeah and that was pretty cool you know um and I just trip out like that he's everywhere like you know he 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 travels to a lot of places and he attends a lot of shows so that's kind of yeah. cool that that you know he he's he's been able to hang out with you and then he's over here on the west coast you know chilling out over here with us as yeah. well you know so that's pretty neat as far as these shows um are you driving like pretty far to attend these shows no, so most everything that, you know, Liz is my uh, my co-pilot is what I call her. She's always going to ride with me if she can. She's always going to go wherever. And so pretty much what we try to do if we're going to make it a day trip or something is anywhere within about four to four and a half hours. So we can hit shows in South Louisiana. We can hit shows in Arkansas and we can hit the majority of the shows in Texas. Um, IPMS Nationals is going to be a little further drive, but since it's in Texas, that's going to be a must for us. But like the shows in the Plastic Society puts on and the shows in Dallas, that's about a three hour drive for us. So that's easy to just do a day trip, go there, hang out. And the the Texas shows are where I've got to meet a lot of builders um, and just interact with a lot of people that I see on Instagram. Man, yeah, that, that's not that's not too far, you know, like a, like a three, four hour drive is pretty cool. Yeah. Like doing that. That's that's not far at all. It's those ones that are like, you know, six to 10 hours or something crazy like that. That I'd Yeah, be like, like the, the one in November, like, you know, there's there's people that I really want to meet. There's stuff I want to do. And so we're with what we already have going on. I'm kind of exploring the show in Georgia, which is um, the the NNL. I don't remember what that one is, but it's like November 9th or something. Mm. Um, and it's the nnl showdown or whatever it is i don't remember the name but uh, i think splash is going to be there sam from splash is going to be there um scott scale builds will be there um maybe my buddy paul and some of the guys in south carolina that area over there so like those are people i interact with like on a daily basis that i would love to just be able to shake their hand meet talk to hang out in person and so that's probably one of the closest shows where that group of people is going to be at. And so that's an option that we're kind of exploring and looking at too. Yeah. Dang. Um, any plans on, uh, someone's bringing up a question, Ryan, uh, on the, in the chat, a GSL that's in May. Um, I believe that's like probably, is it the same weekend as the, the show that dedicated is hosting? Yep. So that's, that's there. I guess that's kind of why, uh, we're hosting it too, because of the GSL. I think, um, Art had some commitments to GSL, and so he didn't want to lose the um, SoCal Open, so he went to Dedicated and asked them to host the show. Right on, right on. Yeah, yeah, as far as, like, even myself, um, I, I won't be able to go to GSL. I mean, that that's like, I would love to, don't get me wrong, but it's just like, you know, I'm out here and, and it's like I'm going to most likely be there at the dedicated show that you guys are hosting. But on top of that, it's like, you know, for me, it's like a heavy work week, even even that weekend and, and, the, and the following days. 
you know, but, um, but yeah, um, another question uh, in the chat that has been asked is, uh, you know, regarding uh, like what, what kind of uh, airbrush or spray can, uh, what paint do you use? If you get a lot. So I pretty much only use splash paint. Splash paints has been awesome in the community. It's made here in the U S it ships out fast. Um, you can get it from scale riders. You can get it from so many places too, if you don't get it directly from, from splash. Um, and everything from them just works so smooth for me from primers to base colors, to the candies I'm using, to the clear coats. I don't worry about paint interactions. I don't have to worry about something not being right. I don't have to worry about something peeling or flaking or, you know, turning some funky color. It is what it is and you know what you're getting and you know it all works very smooth together. Um, for airbrush, I use an Iwata Eclipse. I started with an Iwata Neo, um, a little cheaper version until it wouldn't work anymore. I don't know if I lost an O-ring or whatever. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, I moved up to the Iwata Eclipse and I would never go back. Uh, I think it's like a 0.35 needle. Um, and it it does everything for me that I've done from uh, spraying candies to fade lines to normal base colors and solid colors. It's just an all around workhorse. I think later on, I want to explore some smaller needles and some other stuff that I want to do. But for now, this this thing is just a beast. It just works really good for me. Oh, that's dope. I'm going to I'm going to bring up one more question from the chat and then I'll bring up some more later. But this one's coming. Uh, he's on. I know he's on Instagram and on YouTube. He goes by NYS modeling. I believe he's located on New York and the East Coast. And um, his question he wants to, to know is, uh, what is the one build that you are most proud of so far? So most proud of so far would probably be. Oh, man, this is tough. Um, honestly, for me, my most proud of build so far is probably the S15, the the drift car that I that I did. I had a lot of ups and downs with that car, but I really loved it. Um, I love the drift scene. I love that style. I love JDM. That's no surprise if you look at my Instagram. And so the S15 was probably my most proud car. I did a lot of work and a lot of modification getting the 3D printed transmission in, the custom 3D printed wheels, the engine, and having that just that supercharged, really beefy drift look. Um, and that was the first one I'd really done a lot of masking on too. And just a, a lot of learning involved in that. So I can still see my mistakes, but just seeing that in comparison to some of my older builds, just really, that's that's probably the one I'm most proud of. Um, my Lamborghini was also really up there. I feel like the Lamborghini was just so photogenic, took some really awesome pictures. And that's why people like Dylan and some of these other guys, Dylan being New York modeling, um that i talked to on a pretty good basis too you know uh, i was able to send them those eight by tens of the lamborghini um it was just a really clean really smooth build and it had a a really awesome outcome so it's just really good to look at man that's dope i was gonna i was gonna ask you if you had them with you if you could bust those out to show everybody that's uh tuned in live right now oh yeah definitely hey dylan by the way So this is the Aoshima Nissan S15 Vertex that I did. This has 
a 3D printed supercharged LS in it, um, some custom printed 3D wheels, deeper dish in the back, a little less in the front. Um, we did a full roll cage in this one. We did seat belts. We did some custom seats. It it pretty much got what I would like to call like just the full works package on it. There's some PE kits in there for everything inside the dash, the door handles, um, the brake rotors, everything. And so part of the reason I'm I'm really proud of this one is I had an issue with the decal. So if you look at the paint colors, this is a basic red, but it's a, a Neptune blue. And that the other blue is a Red Bull blue. This was originally going to be a Red Bull themed livery. Um, the custom decals that I had did not work out for me. It wasn't what I wanted. And so I was really down with the model for a little while and I just didn't want to work on it. I didn't want to look at it. Um, several people just kept saying, oh, man, the paint already looks awesome. You just got to come up with something. So I pieced together some livery for it from some other kits, some Vertex kits, really tied it in with the paint and just overall was was really happy with the end result of it. Man, that looks sweet. Yeah, it, it's crazy how that happens sometimes. You uh, you have to improvise, you know, as much as you don't want to look at it and you're just kind of like, oh, let me step away from it. But that's good that everyone like around you motivated you to push forward uh, with it to finally getting it to the end result. Um, because that, that happens a lot too with, uh, like even with people doing graphics, you know, the low rider cars, th they have a set pattern of like, this is the way we're gonna go with it. And then next thing you know, there's a color that overlaps or, or some kind of mistake, but then that turns into something else. And, and at the end you go, wow, I even like it more the way it looks now. Um, do you have the, the Lamborghini? Oh, yeah. So I just pulled the Lamborghini out, too. So the Lamborghini had a lot of heat. This was a really fun build. Um, I was one of the first ones in the U.S. to get this. The Lamborghini I built was a pre-production kit. I got it through the Ambassador Program with Aoshima. Um, so it was really awesome getting my hands on it. Quick history with this Lamborghini, too. I also was able to take it to a couple shows uh, pinned up on a board with all the parts displayed. It just happened to kind of be back-to-back -back weekends. So everybody at the shows got to see like firsthand the box, all the parts in the box. It was really cool. And then I started getting down and working on it and just had just had a lot of fun with it. So it's an OEM color from Splash for Lamborghini, uh, a gold that we just did. Even on the wheels, we did a combination of a matte black and a gloss black. I did have some decal issues, but I think that was my own fault. Um, but it was a just a really clean, well done build. We put a bunch of carbon fiber on it, and just overall, it was a it was really fun. The these Liberty Walk kits from Aoshima just go together so smooth and just a just a fun build. Yeah, that that one there, um, the Aventador. I'm going to be getting that in finally uh, next week. So I have, I have like a, uh, I had this order with my distributor with a lot of the newest like Aoshima kits. And these were supposed to drop, um, I would say some of them like around summertime and then, you know, later, like in the third quarter of the year, but with delays and, and pushbacks, um, that one that you had gone, the one you had up like at the show on the board and all that, yeah. um, 
all that's like that kid and all these other ones are finally showing up. I mean, they're already here, but next week I'll be receiving them in. And I'm excited just to to get those in and, and have them available. But oh yeah, I still remember when you were um, you were showing me um, how you had all everything in the trees and how you did this presentation for the show and even photos of the show where people could view this and. It, it looked very professionally done. It's almost like if Aoshima had came down and like they had set up shop right there. So good job on yeah. that, man. Oh, thank you, thank you. And then on that Lamborghini too, you already know like this is that the 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 newest one that they've come out with that I'm really excited to play with this one too. It's 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 a beautiful kit inside there. It's going to be a sweet build for sure. No, yeah, man. Just seeing that, I mean, to me, I'm like, damn, that that that's gonna. I probably won't get that till the end of the year or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why there's all these delays. Like, I mean, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get it direct from them. I've been telling them, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe later we'll see. Maybe they don't want to. They don't want to get their distributor mad, you know, <laughs> and be like, yeah. oh, dang, you know. But it's all. It's all good. I mean, it's it's cool to see that you have it and there's some other people I know that got it um but eventually you know um once it makes a stateside you start seeing it more throughout the shows all over the U.S. and stuff like that um, oh yeah so, and it was a surprise to us we didn't even know they were coming um just yeah. all of a sudden we were messaging each other like hey did you get a box from Aoshima did you get this and like it was just really cool all of us kind of you know getting those as a nice surprise that's pretty cool and um so so um as far as the like the ambassador program um you know it, it's it's already it's pretty much it's already done right like uh as of now because I, I mean i don't know I've, i don't see much anymore from anybody um like posting about it you know i mean i, I feel like it it, uh, it took off like in a good run you know i i feel like the you know especially like having you like definitely uh, part of the team you yeah. know something great um in there as uh, you know and there's and there's some other model builders that i admire that i was like damn like you know they're they're killing it with their builds like see i love seeing the progress and stuff and it being like done and everything um but um how do you where is it like kind of now um with that so march is going to be our that basically the end of the one-year program the end of the one-year pilot um and they're gonna we don't really know what direction they're gonna go we just know it's not going to be the same ambassador program that we have now i i really feel like they're still going to be really involved with the community they hope maybe they do one-offs to people maybe they do you know builds with other people um and it'll be interesting to really follow and see what they do with the ambassador program altogether or how they change it I really want them to continue it. I want to see them involved with the community like they were with us. The support for us and the ambassadors from Aoshima was phenomenal. Um, and just being able to interact with them, talk to them, and you know, it it made the the bond with us with the ambassadors a lot better too, where we were just close talking, hanging out. Um, you know, where like me, Chris, and Kiwi did a did a build-off together and just a fun build-off. Um and so it, it's been really cool seeing that um and and even the other ambassadors that are still building that are still active uh it's it's still happening they sent our last package to us um it should have shipped out a few days ago 
Um, we got to pick our kit and our other kit that we wanted. So stay tuned for that. We'll have some unboxing. We have some cool plans coming up. And um, I don't know. We'll just see what happens after March and where they take it to. Even if they do some more stuff like what they sent Casey slowly, right? Um, they sent him a, a Lamborghini to build. And it was cool to watch his progress and see his take on it, too. So hopefully they they really stay active in the community. And I wish some other companies would do the same thing, too, with the community. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot by them doing the ambassador thing was some, you know, something really cool and very different because, you know, a lot of manufacturers, uh, a lot of brands, uh, you don't really see this, especially with social media, you know, uh, diving deep into the community uh, to connect and build a team uh, with builders from different regions, different parts of the world, you know, and and just to kind of come together and, and present, you know, these builds from there. And um, but I, who knows, man, like. I mean, they might. I mean, and it happens with other companies too. You just don't mm -hmm. call it an ambassadorship. A yeah. lot of a lot of big content cool. creators get early release stuff, right? I don't. I don't think that's the same as an ambassadorship, right? You're getting early release product because you've reached a level of viewers and a level of content creation that attracts people to see this early release product. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm pretty sure more, more and more stuff will come down the pipeline, even from different companies, because even some companies might see this as a model, you know, because even myself, like I look at certain things and I go, oh, man, like that's pretty dope, you know, and and then you, you get to see how it works out, you know, for companies and whatnot. And sometimes it, may, it makes you even want to plan your own thing, you know, and be like, oh, like I'm going to have my own thing. I'm not going to call it that, but I'm going to call it this, you know, I'll create a, I'll create a new word or whatever. I don't know, yep. just like something, uh, because it's almost like, um, you know, like throughout the years I, when I used to, I still follow like skateboarding and I always like how the, the skateboarding brands, whether if it was shoes, the wheels, the bearings and the boards, even the grip tape, they all had a team. Like each yeah. part, each component to the skateboard had a, their own like team. And it was just kind of cool to see that team assembled and then seeing them bust out the tricks and everything with their products, but they were part of like that team. And even that aspect, like I've been kind of, um, you know, keep, keeping my eye like, all right, cool. Like, what are some things that maybe um, in the future, you know, this year or next year that I can work together to kind of get that model from that and apply it, you know, with my business? you know yeah, for um, sure you know just just to make it like like fun and stuff um because like there's you know there's only so many models you know that i can build at a time to showcase or whatever you know i wouldn't mind i had this idea like even if like um let's say if, if i knew that i was going to hit so many shows right in a year it'd be kind of cool to get um artists to create these models and then for me to bring them with me on the road and have like a sign with their with with the names like who built it now people get to see like a showcase of all all these builds that were being done from different you know artists from the US or even overseas oh um, yeah that would be really cool you know because a, a lot of the times like we're only able to see maybe one build or someone that's in our area right there 
but to have access yeah. to see like multiple builds in a year, you know, from from someone that you either connect with online or someone you've been following for a minute, you might not even know, but you've been following his work, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there's just so much um, ideas out there. But aside from all that, though, I mean, the, the most important thing is that we at least have the opportunity to to be in front of our desks to to work on our builds you know to be on that bench and, and oh, yeah. work on stuff you know that that's always the um the fun part um so let me ask you this like for this year have you kind of thought out as far as like you know um what builds or how many builds you want to push yourself or or was it what is it that you want to learn to put yourself push yourself this year for 2020 so i'm really enjoying the the masking process and just the design and intricacy with some of the candy paints and i feel like i i have a i, I don't feel like i know i have so much room to grow and to do some create creation with that that's that's what i want to look at whether it's a little stripe of something or some intricate detail whether it's on a jdm car uh, an obs truck or some import vip um, it's just something I want to continue to play with and to continue to push myself. Uh, I just really enjoy that process. And it's, I'm surprised because I hate masking underbodies. Um, but just being able to go into the thought process and the look at like, what am I doing? Where am I going? What's the next level? How do I accomplish this? And I don't know. That's just something I really enjoyed. So playing with candies and some brighter colors and doing stuff in the future is definitely something that there's going to be a lot more of uh that hilux truck really opened my eyes to just some cool ideas and like oh dang i can do this it may not be perfect yet it, it may never be but it's still fun and i really enjoy that process see what, what do you do when you reach that point um, when you're doing a build and you see imperfections in your model like what do you do to push right through it uh, for it not to hold you back, for it not to be a wall. Oh, so let's talk about this S13. If you saw any of like the the how-to maskings that I put up, I had so many people asking, how did I do this? How did I do that? And so even when I was doing it on the truck, when I did the S13, I decided I was going to do a lot better documenting how I did it, whether it's the right way or not. I don't, I don't know, but it's how several people guided me the right direction. And then I applied what I'd learned from them to the building and the overall process and idea. Well, during that process, I still made a pretty big mistake on my end. Um, I was using a piece of masking tape strictly as a guideline. It was only supposed to be a guideline tape that should have come off before I painted the body. Well, I masked over it, never even thought about the guideline and ended up with, you know, a, a pretty nice size silver stripe that I did not want on the body. Um, and you can kind of see that in the in those guides where I had messed up. So working on that, um, it took me it, it it took me a little bit to get over that. Uh, I reached out to several people in the community, showed them what I had done. I was worried about having to be able to back mask or be able to correct it. Um, and just a lot of positive support and people saying, you can do this, you can do this, you can do that. Um, Cause I didn't, 
I honestly didn't know what I was going to do or how I was going to correct it. Um, and so it's still not perfect, but it came out better. It's not what I wanted it to be, but I still got a really nice result in the end, correcting a big mistake that I thought was going to be a big setback for me. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of the times when we're when we start, like we open up a model, and we have this idea, we know the colors, we know what we want to put in it, and all this stuff, right? In our minds, we already have our our mindset as like perfection. Like I want this model to be perfect. Like I want this. Then every time we do a new one, we want it to be perfect, right? Yeah. And sometimes what happens is like these these problems are gonna happen, dude. We're gonna make a mistake. Something we're gonna glue something that's gonna be a little crooked. Or maybe I didn't bundle it right. You know, there's going to be all these things. But I guess it, what it is, is we need to kind of accept these like little mistakes, these little things and just keep pushing forward. Because a lot of yep. the times there's people that I've met where they work on the model, they make the mistake. And then now they want to like start all over. You know, they want to strip the paint. They just, you know, they just want to get it back to bare plastic and start all over. And all that time that went into it, now it's lost. And now, it, like, that spark is kind of going away. So, yeah. You it know, was it, interesting that build real quick when you when you get into that mindset. I mean, you, you know, you have stickers that say it. It's said in the community a lot. And I've heard it on the podcast from other people where that quote of it's just plastic. I mean, that that resonates with me so much when I'm looking at this or talking to somebody or I'm looking at an issue. I'm just looking at it like, it's just plastic and so many people out there are like just you got to keep building you got to keep pushing don't let this get you down you're still going to have a good result at the end and sometimes you get so tunnel visioned it's hard to see the end result because you're so hyper focused on like what you feel is a big mistake that you made yeah and a lot of times too those mistakes uh, only we know them because we see them but when you yeah. show your model some people don't even notice them they don't even see them or anything unless you point them out. But even then, if they see them, it's not like a big deal. You know, it's like, yeah. all right, cool. Like, it's, it's nothing crazy. Like, oh, dude, like, you know what? You should probably put that model away, take it like out of the table, take it back to the bench and go back and work on it. Like, it's nothing like that. I always see, feel like um, things are always uh, super chill, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I guess just pushing through, you know, and like you said, it's just it's just plastic. It is at the end of the day, like don't let it frustrate you or 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 change your demeanor or mood for the rest of the day or the following day, you know. Yeah, you gotta build happy. I know I heard that in another podcast. Like you don't want to sit down at the bench and just be in a bad mood. Just just yeah. find a time when you're building and build happy. Yeah, I, I like those moments too where. Um, I have like some free time and and I, let's say I don't even build anything for me just sitting there like, you know, cleaning my tools or making sure I put them back in the place they need to be cleaning up the table or even just pulling out the kids and opening the boxes and like sorting through all the pieces and all the parts. Even even for that, I find it fun. Like, all right, this is cool. Everything is here. I put it away and and that's it. There was a time where I would pressure myself like, oh, dang, I got two hours, two hours. I, I better like do something. I got to do something. And then the time would come and I wouldn't do anything. And then I'd be disappointed in myself. Like, dang, I should have took advantage of those three hours or two and I didn't do it. You know, but now yeah. I, don't, I don't look at it like that anymore. Um, 
it's just if I do something cool, if not, it's all good, you know, but I still I just I don't know what it is, man. It's kind of a trip. We spend so many hours on that table, on that bench. We do. And and for me now, you know, it's growing away from just the table. Um, model building got me into photography, videography, editing photos, editing clips and just general content like and I enjoy kind of all the aspects of it. Um, I want to do some better coverage at a lot of the shows that I'm going to be going to. I'm really enjoying making little clips and reels and just some content. And whether I'm sitting at the bench working on a model or I'm working on some footage for a model, it's just something that I really enjoy and how the hobby has just helped me grow into different aspects. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I, I still remember like in the beginning when you're doing like a lot of your early on videos and photography and now how it's evolved you know now you're you, you're even with that you're you're pushing yourself you're bringing yeah. in like a whole new caliber of a vision to your videos and presentation with your models yeah um i have a, a question from this is from david um he's in the chat all the way from spain he's watching live he wanted to know where you get your inspiration from um question mark and then another one one-on-one skill cars that's what he wants to know my inspiration yeah where do you get it from so my inspiration as far as building um i was in a, a truck club for a long time traveled all over um the u.s just going to different car shows truck shows even before that i was going to places in dallas all over for car shows um stuff like hot import nights uh big car and truck shows um texas heat wave showdown all these big like bagged full custom and it didn't matter to me whether it was an import whether it was American. I just like the customization. I like the the variety and I like the uniqueness of being able to build on your own. So in model car building, there's no rules, right? We can do whatever we want. We can build it however we want. You can build it out of the box. You can do it full customization. So a lot of my inspiration comes from the JDM style cars that I love. I love drift racing. I love watching that stuff. I love kind of the scene involved with it. But at the same time, here in the future, I'm going to be doing some, some, I want to get into some trucks, do some bag stuff. Uh, and so most of that inspiration is coming from what I've enjoyed going to and what I've enjoyed seeing. Man, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, if anybody that's listening or watching this right now, if you have any questions, just throw them in there in the chat. Um, yeah, we, it's been cool. We have, uh, people interacting in there so that's pretty dope um just you know talking i don't know can you see it on your end dude yeah i try to poke over there i oh, see ruben over there i see brody i see jake uh we already talked to dylan a little bit i see model car mods nice, uh, nice. is that i don't know if that's 124 japo or yeah uh, so david okay okay nice yeah, even uh, Luis, uh, shout out to LXC Scale Cars. He's all the way in Northern California. He was out there with us at the NNL West. Uh, shout outs to him, too. Um, oh, I see Casey popped in, too, for a second. Oh, uh, dope. 
Right on, right on. Dang. Yeah, um, David out in Spain, uh, et one, one, two, four Eternals crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dang, that's pretty cool. Um, do you have any, uh, well, I mean, not do you have any, I know you have a lot of models, but do you want to do a, a, a showcase of models right now? Yeah, I got a couple. We looked at, um, we looked at the S15, we looked at the Lamborghini, we touched on the lifted truck. This was, this was my uh, first Aoshima Hilux truck that I did. This is the one that I did some of that candy paint on all the way up through the dash, all the way over, back onto the tailgate. This was a bunch of different candies from Splash Paints, um, some low rider model car parts wheels that we used on there, and a pretty good bit of 3D printed stuff to do the hydraulics, the battery setup, and just kind of get the overall feel for my first low rider and really a, a fun build and a dive into it. It's it was one of my favorite builds of last year. Let me see if I can get in there. You we even got a down to scale plaque in that black in the back glass back there. Um just a really cool dive into it. I learned a lot going through this process. Um really fun build. It was something that that I definitely enjoyed um we'll look at the s13 here in a minute um and one of my one of my other favorite builds from last year was when i was able to get the re-release of the honda prelude this was an awesome build it it had a lot of work into it and it was my first real dive into doing mill putt and doing some body work um removing all of the mud flaps that are molded on there working with some carbon fiber and doing the hood seat belts livery on it just a really fun build altogether. it was something that that i really enjoyed and that's kind of that inspiration from like hot import nights and old car shows if we look at kind of the most current build this is the uh, aoshima nissan s13 vertex this is one that I've kind of tied in together what I learned on the S15 and that Hilux lowrider truck. So what we're looking at here is a really low stanced car um, with some 3D printed wheels that match it too. Um, and we've tied in a little lowrider theme with the Sherpa or Mexican blanket pattern from some candy paints. If you see the purple on the outside ring there, that was not planned. That purple wasn't intention that was where i had a silver ring that was masking and that's where i had to just kind of come in correct it and figure out a game plan to move on so this is about where it's going to sit at i may bring the back up just a little bit to match the front a little bit more but this is the work in progress this is one i'm having a lot of fun with and one that just just was really cool being able to play with these candies do the masking and I just want to incorporate that more into builds. It's a little unique. It's fun. It's different. It it just really stands out. It's a fun process. Man, that's dope. Are those um I see a yellow build back there. What build's that? So this was one of my first ones to really get into customization. This was my I love Subarus, especially bug eyes. Uh I'm a big Subi fan. So this was a Tamiya Subaru STI, one of the bug eye versions. 
And this was my second car to airbrush. Um, I went for a bag stance on it. So if you look at it, we are we're definitely really low to the ground. We're pretty much laid out on that. Some 3D printed wheels on it also. Um, and it's just a, a yellow paint from Splash. We got a little color matching interior. And this was the first build I ever did that had customization. This was what got me a lot of attention when a lot of people were like, whoa, what are you doing? Look at this. And it was just really fun. Uh, I really enjoyed this one a lot. It has a pretty good bit of paint flaw. You can't see it, but this was while I was learning to airbrush, learning the technique and just overall working on what I was doing and how things were going. My, yeah, cool. I've never, I've never seen that build before, dude. Thanks for sharing that. Going, going go, back in time. You'd have to go way back in the Instagram to see that. Um, and if you go back and and if you go that far back, there's a, a Honda Civic hatch that I did too. That was like my first one to put tanks and compressors in. I built a back deck in it, uh, and it's a cool. And if you look at that video in comparison to the videos that I'm doing now. It's just on like a mirror turntable doing just a slow 360. Uh, so you can see some progression in that. This was the uh, truck that also got a lot of attention. This is a custom library for what was top secret. This was the concept of what would be a top secret shop truck, basically. So I robbed a bunch of parts off of an r34 top secret i, ro I robbed the lab library off of it also um we dropped in a full subframe from the r34 also we did some interior from the r34 this was the first vehicle i've had pictured in a magazine so that was a, a really cool accomplishment for me just to be able to see it there on the page as a fine scale modeler i was just something i was really proud of really fun It was a it was a lot of fun. We've got the Tamiya R32. This was done in a pearl red. This was um, the wide body from Hobby Designs, also here with some more 3D printed wheels. This was a really fun build. I don't know why I can't keep this in focus, but this was a really fun build too that I ended up updating. Uh, as I was learning how to do some stance and how to lower, when I initially built the kit, I didn't do anything to it. And I ended up having a really bad stance, really bad wheel set. And so now the way it sits after I did, it's the first vehicle I've ever done any updating or kind of rebuilding on. It just sits really clean. It's nice and low. It has a good stance to it. And just overall, a really pretty car. It was a fun build. I really enjoyed doing train skits. Uh, I, I'm going to have a lot of fun getting back into doing some train skits here in the future and working on some customization. Uh, a kit I was really excited about was a, a kind of a rare kit. This is the Dragon, the BMW two-door. And of course, this will be like the first kit I get back into doing a train skit with, with the C1 Paynum kit. It'll be fun. 
That's all cool stuff right there. Uh, a Definitely in the plans is going to be that Cadillac. So Wes and I were talking one day. I had made a comment that I didn't have uh, I didn't have any Cadillac kits. And about a week later, I had a package from him that was that Cadillac Lowrider. So I definitely plan on getting that in the lineup this year. And now that I've been working with candies, doing some masking, it's going to be fun to just kind of see what I can do with that one too. Nice, nice. That's pretty dope, man. Um, what, one of the questions that I had for you, Snacks, was uh, regarding like stents, like how you said, you know, like that R32, you had to go, you know, you revisited, you got the, the right stents and all that. Um, what what was it that like helped you? Um, did you see someone else uh, or did someone show you how to get like the correct stance for like someone out there that wants to learn um, how to, you know, get their, you know, like a tip or anything like that for that? So there's there's some pretty good content out there, but a lot of it's trial and error, right? There's so many different parts of suspension or there's so many different um, spindles or control arms or 3D printed parts. It's there's no best or right way to do it. When I first started looking at some modification, John's mini garage on Instagram, I think I'm saying that right. Just John himself. He does some really cool content on how he lowers and some of the basic ideas and concepts. And you can apply that to a lot of different builds to be able to get the stance right. Uh, especially like the 3D printed wheels and tires that I use for the most part always have a cambered tire already. So you have to have that stance right or you're just going to have an awkward looking tire. Nice. Um, one thing that's that's really cool that that makes it really easy to do with Aoshima is a lot of their kits have a real spring in them. And that spring gives suspension travel. So without that spring, you're able to really lower that car down. You may have to add a little piece in the bottom or what I did on the S13 was where the top spindle mount is. If you're looking at the car like this, you want a negative camber. So basically all you're doing is drilling out that top spindle mount so you can have the negative camber. And without that real metal spring in there, you're able to just move those control arms basically up and down or that spindle up and down to get the stance that you want. It just makes it really easy to modify some of these Aoshimas. Mm, nice. Interesting. Yeah, I have to check out. I do follow June on um, on Instagram. He does, have, he does have a lot of cool video content. Um, he does. And he's on YouTube, too, with a lot of those how-tos and how he does things. Awesome. Awesome. And, um, you know, is everyone, everyone that's tuned in right now that's watching this, I um, wanted to give you guys an announcement. Uh, this is, uh, if you want to mark your calendars, this is uh, SoCal Open. It's going to be a model car show taking place on Sunday, May 7th, 2023. Uh, this will be out here in uh, Southern California, uh, taking place at the Rancho San Antonio Boys Home, 2100 Plumber Street, Chats Chatsworth, California. Uh, and this show is a special one. It's being uh, presented by Dedicated Magazine um can, can you tell us um i mean we, we're not going to go into, you know no further into the, the details of the awards or anything like that uh but you know you snacks being a part of the dedicated magazine team uh, as far as you know um you know uh, what can you tell us about this event so i hope the event's going to be really awesome it sounds like um from the past years they've had a really good turnout it's connected with a one-to-one -one or a full-size car show um, all the proceeds go to a really awesome that that boys home um, 
we have some really cool ideas coming up for trophies that have never been done before. We the the theme is going to be something I love, um, and we just really hope to have an awesome turnout. the The team at Dedicated was really excited about it when they got offered to host it and be a part of it. So being able to be newer in the hobby, having the opportunity to work with Dedicated and do some photography and just kind of help out wherever they need something has been really awesome coming my way also. So Liz and I are now planning to be able to fly out to California, meet some of these guys that I talk to all the time, hang out uh, and be part of this show. We're going to put Liz to work too. We're going to be there doing photography. We're going to be there helping and putting on the show, doing basically all the aspects of it from start to finish. Um, As they're still lining up sponsors, vendors, um, all that stuff is still in the work. So stay tuned for that. But it's awesome to have that opportunity to help another builder, help another person in the community, keep the show alive, keep it going and, and be a part of it. Yeah, that's pretty dope, man. Yeah. Cause, um, uh, the previous shows, um, were originally hosted. This is Art Lasky. Um, I know he has, a. His info, you know, for anybody who wants to get any more info on this, you you could visit laskyscale.com uh, slash SoCal Open. And um, he also has an online store, proshop.com. And, um, yeah, it's like I, I vended at the show previous years. Um, it's probably been maybe like two, I want to say two consecutive years, like back-to-back, like vending uh, there. But I've attended this show many times in the past as well um for where the place where it's at i mean it's it's pretty centralized like meaning for the for like southern california it's still pretty big you got the the model builders that live in ventura county also in the valley right and then you have this show that's centered in the valley and then on the other side you have builders that are based out in la and then further down to like towards more like San Bernardino, San Diego. So it's basically like the show's in the middle and everything's spread out. And then everyone just, it's like a center, a meet area pretty much where it's not going to be too far. It could be like one hour or two hours away for some people, or it's going to be 30 minutes or 10 minutes. Right. Um, but it's, it's a really good centralized area. Um, I, I feel like uh, the month that it's in, it's perfect. It's in summer. A lot of people, you know, on vacation, people want to go out, people want to go do stuff. Um, you know, the one-on-one scale uh, cars that are displayed out, you know, the, the, it attracts a lot of people. And at the same time, um, people will come into where they have the model cars and they stumble in and they see all these cool cars too, miniature size, you know, and, um, and it's nice because I feel like a lot of modelers mark their calendars and they're like, all right, cool. I'm going to make sure that I'm here at this event, you know, because it's almost like in California, our first one we have is the NNL West. That's like the initial show. That's a big one that sets things off. And then our mid one, the way I look at it, I look at this one is like a second tier, like a big one too for California. And then towards the end of the year, um, I mean, there's other shows that pop in, but they're a lot smaller, like shows. And then, and then once you hit November, that's it. There's no more. There's one last show, and then that's it. There's no more shows. You know, so this should be a cool one, man. I think uh, you and Liz are gonna have a great time out here in California. 
And oh, yeah, I think so. Especially at, at this one here, the, the Soka Open. And you're going to get to see a lot of people that you interact with and you talk to on Instagram, I bet. You're going to be like, what? Dang, Snacks is here. What's <laughs> up? <Dang." laughs> That's the plan. I mean, you know, I never really would have thought like, hey, I'm going to fly to California to go meet people that I talk to on Instagram and, uh, you know, help host a model car show in California. Two years ago, that's not something I was ever thinking about doing. Um, so really, really awesome. Really excited. It's going to be cool to see another show, um, another aspect of a show, a whole nother side of builders and building and just just hanging out with with people. I'll probably be pretty busy behind the camera still, but it's going to be fun. I, I hope to meet a lot of people there that I talk to on Instagram for sure. Yeah, that's pretty dope, man. Yeah, you, you'd be surprised, bro. Like um, this hobby, like model car building it could take you places and i mean it, it already is it's gonna bring you out here you've been out here to california though before right or will this um, i've never time? really been to california other than for an airport or for okay, some okay. training that i was doing what if there was like a a place in california where i had to go to for some training yeah yeah now nah, those don't count not playing <laughs> but nah but i know what you mean though man this this will be the first official one um being being out here so we're going to try to be out there for about a week or so. The show's yeah. on a Sunday, too. So mm -hmm. hopefully we get to play around, meet some people. There's some places I want to go, stuff we want to do, and and just have a good time while we're there. Yeah, man, that's cool. Uh, I wanted to shout out uh, Chris from the UK. He's on. He's on What up, Chris? He jumped on the chat. He's on. I here. saw his name pop up earlier. Okay, okay. Right on. Cool. Yeah, um, uh, Jake had mentioned the show in Pomona, the NHRA Museum. Uh, yeah, that's in November. That's a good one, too. Um, I was there last November at that one, so I'll most likely be back there again later. I plan to later this year, so we'll, we'll see how that goes um, right there. But, man, excited. Um, I have the flyer right in front of me right here. Let me zoom in on here See, so people hopefully can see it better um soca open um so as of right now like willie i saw willie at nnl west he was over there you know and yeah. uh, willie was passing out flyers and i talked to willie and i told him dude you give me a stack of flyers you know this way i could pass them out on my orders so a, a lot of like i started today uh orders that shipped out today um, yeah i saw the clip of that yeah it was like putting a flyer in in, in there and um i'm just gonna keep doing it until i run out you know, um, originally I was thinking, well, should I just put it in orders from California and that's it? But then I'm like, no, like, like I gotta, I gotta send this out to all the model builders, everyone, you know, gotta go everywhere. You gotta everywhere. Send it, 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 it don't matter because you never know, man, like, uh, someone can receive this right now and they could be living in Texas or in the East coast, but yeah. it might motivate them to be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look into how much would it cost for me to like fly out there and check out the show. You never know. You never know. And you might have someone coming out from far to check this out. This might be the one that one opportunity, you know, where they actually come out and and um come to a show and and visit and and see what it's all about out here. Uh but but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep putting these in until they're out. And if I need more, I'm gonna hey Willie, if if you're watching or listening. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need another stack of these for sure i'm gonna tell you right now he's long asleep oh yeah for sure yeah he gets <laughs> up super early 
Because <laughs> he works, man. He, he works some yeah. crazy hours. I asked him when he was at NNL, like, yo, like, well, what time did you get here? What's up? And he's like, man, I let, they had to leave like at two in the morning to drive up to get there. And I'm like, dang, dude, I, I can't do that. Like, I don't know. If I had to, I would. But I'm like, nah. I had to leave. We left early in the morning, like on Friday, the day before. Okay. So, yeah, we were just hanging out. I didn't get back home till Sunday. Like after after the show, I still like stayed out there, and um and then the following day, I was just like, all right, cool, because yeah, I, I you get tired, man, just like stand like bending, like tired, like standing up, you know, it's it's yeah. just like your adrenaline. That's what's keeping you up and everything. As like you know, you're helping people out and just like checking things out, and um and once it's all like done and and you're out of there you're kicking it and then all of a sudden like after you eat it hits you and you're like damn yeah. i'm like i'm like super tired right there but it looked like it was awesome it looked like it was a good turnout there was a lot of people from the community like mm-hmm. instagram still flooded with it and, and it looked like it was just an awesome show a really cool place to be at yeah no yeah it was it was fun um shout outs to alex too i wanted to shout out alex um el Hondi's out up north uh, based out of oakland um, he hosted the uh, the 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 slice of the West, which pretty much it's um, like a pre-party get together before the NNL West um, that takes place at like a roundtable pizza. And you know, three years ago he he hosted one there, and a lot of people came out uh, to that. This one, you know, three years after the pandemic and everything, he did it again. And um, people did come out. It wasn't like, you know, com- we can't compare it to that first one, but a-, a lot of people did come out. They brought their build and stuff like that. But it was just kind of cool to like be there and-, and see him and see everybody. And it's definitely a- an opportunity where you just get to just kind of just chill, man. Everybody is just talking about the cars, the models, you know, um, and eating pizza. You know, everyone's like rubbing and, and chilling. And at yeah. the same time, it- it's just, it's like a it's like a teaser as to the following day the nnl west right because there's going to be tons of cars there and before i i remember going to nnl west it's just like you show up and you go to nnl west and it feels like it it goes through within seconds those hours turn it hours turn into seconds and then the show's done and after that you're going home and you're just like flipping through your camera phone going like, dude, what just happened? Like, oh, damn, look at all these cars, right? But having that extra day of, of being there, like a, a pizza night is pretty dope. And then the actual event, you know, um, it, it just makes it well worth it more, especially for those that come from far, far away. Yeah. I mean, you have two things kind of going on. Uh, that was like, kind of our plan coming in for SoCal Open too. We were just going to kind of make a make a little vacation out of it, hang out with some people, and just relax and enjoy the time there. And then do the show. I mean, we'll be prepping for the show on Saturday, and then obviously the show on Sunday. But you know, we're going to be there for a few days before and a few days after, and just being able to hang out, visit with some people, and you know, kind of that same scenario, just a little more low key. Dang man, that's going to be awesome, dude um let me see here I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna check if anybody uh has any more questions uh please ask ask us here uh what we have oh yeah definitely bring the questions if you got them i know right 
Man, are, are you uh, are you going to be bringing in like a lot of builds for that show? For the I have not figured this out yet. <laughs> I don't know the best way to fly with them, to send them. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to bring one or two, but I don't I don't know that. I can tell you right now I'm going to be sending some stuff home because if I hit up like Pegasus or if we go some places, right, like Willie's going to have a stack of stuff that he's going to have to send me back home, especially yeah. if like I pick up a bunch of vendor stuff too at the show. Um you know, so shipping back home is going to be a must, but I don't know. Cause with my camera equipment that I'm doing now, um, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to carry on or what I'm going to be able to send. I haven't got that far yet. Uh, I need to talk to some people. If you're watching and you've flown or you've sent some models and you have any tips or tricks on that, send them my way. Otherwise I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do that. Yeah, I know for sure, like Wes, I mean, he's one of the dudes that knows for the carry on, you know, like he was showing me his setup with his builds. Yeah. That case that he carries all his cars. I was like, damn, like he's set, you know, you know, I know. So like now I have a I have a backpack for the camera, the camera gear, stuff like that. The gimbal that I'm going to be carrying batteries, everything that I'm going to need, because I'm going to be set up taking pictures. Um at the show for dedicated doing show coverage and i want to be able to have some content and some video footage too so i don't know how much i'm going to be able to carry on or where i'm going to store some some cars at either yet yeah hey i forgot to ask um you were doing a giveaway not too long ago with one of your um like like it was like a display right one of your it was it was an acrylic led sign from a a friend of mine that's been a, a good friend since we were little kids. That's awesome. Uh, who, who ended up winning that? Uh, so actually, Built by Iceman Collections, or Joel Iceman, won that one. Um, and then after he won, kind of talking to him back and forth, he said we could re-give away the, the kit, the trans kit, and the window masks. And then Scott Scale Builds ended up winning that, uh, oh, the, the kit bundle sick shout out to scott do you have yours with you your side uh, i can i can go grab it i want to see it if you can if you can yeah. i want to check that out right there yeah it's a it's a really cool um led sign uh that his friend made man that, that's crazy i should maybe i should get a scale writers one done up too um i really like that i don't know if you guys that are viewing this right now you can see in the background in snacks room he has his logo up it looks like on a like a wood display. It looks pretty neat right there. I really like that. So how's everybody doing right now? Um, I hope you guys are enjoying this. It's about what um, 11, 18 out here p.m. Oh, let's see. Let's tune into snacks right now um, so you can show us this thing. So this runs on batteries. I think my batteries died because I've been playing with it so much. Or it runs on a USB cord. Um, you can pretty much get any logo, any design, anything you want on it. Uh, Liz got one too for her crafting station already. I didn't have my, my USB cable ready. Oh, that's dope. Let's see. Get out of the frame here. It's got a remote. You can change it to any colors, anything you want. Do all your programs, all your features. 
just like any typical kind of LED thing nowadays. Just full clear, full clear. Not too big. It's just going to kind of sit like this. Um, so really, really cool. And doing the giveaway, just a way to support a friend here in town. Yeah, um, plug his uh, his information, his Instagram or his website where people, if people are viewing this, want to get one of those. Yep. So it's uh, Rue Forged. It's the same guys that made oh, this just one. Talking about R O U X Forged. Dang, that's a cool. They did that same too. They did this one too. So this is three layers done on wood. Um, just something really cool to put in the hobby room. Man, that's dope. I like seeing all that kind of stuff, man. It's uh, it's really really neat. So that thing you said it runs on batteries or you or, or cable. Yeah, it runs on uh, batteries or a USB cable, so you can hook it up however you want. Mm. So, uh, sneak peek, little tidbit information: if you come to SoCal Open and you happen to win an award, you are going to take home one of these also as your award nice will it be the the snacks one version no or? no 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 so it's gonna be uh oh, that one <laughs> it's gonna be like your dedicated choice or whoever okay. your sponsors are however the awards get played out but for we've pretty much locked in everything we're gonna do we're just we're trying to get logos graphics everything like that and we're gonna mm. we're gonna start having some trophies like this it's gonna be really cool something unique something that I don't think's really been done or people have seen yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, as we get closer to the date, I would definitely like to get an episode with you, David and Willie together. Um, you know, I know, I know there'll be so much more information as we get closer. Oh yeah. There'll be a lot coming to me. So that's going to be a fun right there, but man, those things look cool, man. I really like those. Oh yeah, it's pretty. It's, they're definitely fun. It's just a nice little touch. Dang. It's small. You can put it just about wherever you want. Yeah, you could even like turn that thing on and put it as you're driving at night. Put it in your car, <laughs> like a lift light. There you go, man. You're gonna get people flagging you down, like yo, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's that. Instead of putting your Instagram sticker on that glass, just put one of these in that in that window. Yeah. Dang. Let's see. It's a trip, man. Like everyone who's tuned in right now it's like we got casey all the way from australia he's, hey good morning chris what's up casey damn. He, he's tuned in man that's pretty cool man hey juan he juan juan amesqua he, he, he's gonna be coming on soon too uh on here and then we have model car 1589 all the way from sf san francisco shout out to you man thanks for tuning hey, in thanks for joining yeah as well um man these guys are talking about like how late it is or how early it is for them. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Man, that's a trip. So m that kid that you brought out earlier, it was a BMW one. So you're saying that that's like a rare one? It was. I guess it's just not produced or it's old. Um, it's hard to find the, the two-door E36s like this anywhere, whether it's from Ravel, whether it's from anywhere. Uh, so you you pay a, a pretty penny to find one if you can find one. Man, your your stash is starting to grow now, dude. It is. You know, I had to bring a little bit in here for the for the vibe and the ambiance. Um, 
you know, this year we talked about that that Cadillac Lowrider. This was another show. This was another truck I picked up at a show that um, I hope to tie in this year too. It's definitely something on my mind. And you know, as I'm planning builds, it's not like I can just go to the store and pick something up. I don't really have a hobby shop, so I got to order it from you or I got to order it from wherever I can get it. So I, as I'm getting stuff, I kind of plan you know, what I'm going to do. So when I'm looking at a build like this, you know, we've got a kit, we've got an engine that we want to use. And then we start tying in everything together. So I have it all lined up, right? You got to have the PE kit. And then we've even got the, the OBS decals. I don't know if you can see that in there. I guess oh, there we go. Turn yeah, it around the right like that, way, yeah. right? Like, so as I'm doing stuff like that, you know, I start bundling together what I'm going to do and hopefully get on. This will be my first full size truck that I get to do and something more American and something that I've I've loved. And that had been, you know, one of those inspirational things that I, I've done. Man, so I really like how I admire how you bundle everything up like you're looking for, like, you know, you're you're gathering everything, all your material, all the things that you need. Do you ever um, like get started on something and maybe you gathered up a couple things, but as you already started on something later, you implement more things that you come across or is it like just too late? Oh yeah. And, and as I'm, as I'm growing and just ordering stuff, like uh, I think about stuff that I could use in the future or could be needed. I mean, if you look at my order history on detail masters and Proline and some of these other parts from you, I've got a, a plethora of options now because I don't know what I'm going to need anymore. And I don't want to always just have to wait around and order something, but I still get into a situation where I'm doing something and, oh, I need this or I should have done this or I could have had this if I, you know, if I was able to. But it kind of goes back into that thing with 3D printing, completely changing the game. I'm just not at a position in this house where I want to be able to 3D print. So everything that I need, I either order from somebody or I get somebody to, to print and just send it to me, you know? Yeah. That's the, that's like the, the, one of the cool things you could do right now. Like if you're not printing, but I, I could see you, I don't know, man, I have a feeling you're going to get into it later this year. Watch. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to, or later. I don't know how I'm going to deal with the fumes in the house. I haven't, I haven't got that yeah. far yet. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's, it's even like myself. That's the one thing that's held me back from not, doing it because i can't do it here and then i don't know anywhere else it's kind of far away and i know it's going to be one of those things where you have to be kind of monitoring or checking out every so often just to see how the yeah. process is going and um man i don't know we'll see unless if i move you know if i move and we get like a, a spot where i have my own kind of little space to do that then that'd be pretty sick yeah. too to do that but the luxury of like getting it printed by somebody else is pretty cool and you know even a lot of that stuff's like offered by iceman collections and tell us about that collab with iceman and splash that you guys got going on right now so um i had originally posted kind of a just a quick video of how i did the wheels uh on this because this was a this was 3d printed these the their resin Whoa, we don't have any focus, but those are resin wheels on there. And Splash had their bland, brand new rubber black that had come out. And uh, Iceman had kind of liked the clip that I did and just 
approached me and asked me to to do a little quick how to on um painting resin and tires to get them to look more like a realistic rubber you know he sells a lot of wheels a lot of tires a lot of 3d prints from different designers uh and so he said he gets a lot of questions on how to paint the tires how to do this and so he just asked me to put a little quick how-to video uh i think it's gonna drop probably saturday and it was a really cool collab between iceman and splash i mean when you get two really awesome products or people that come together that are you know just just works really good mm -hmm. yeah man that's that's awesome yeah that that rubber black is, is really dope you know um and, it, and it's it's definitely something you need to have like i think like in your arsenal of paint you know if, oh, if yeah. you're already carrying you know metalizers and and all the other different types of colors that splash all offers um the rubber black is definitely a must that you also got even have. even for me like looking at different things you wouldn't be able to see it on here but you know you have a, a black rubber or black resin tire that people can print out it does not look anywhere near as good as a painted this new painted uh rubber black so in the future anything that comes as a, like a black tire resin i'm still going to reprimer that and i'm going to shoot it with splashes rubber black like it just looks so much better even when the light hits it it looks like a real tire yeah man that's cool yeah, there, man, there's just so many options now, you know, there's so many uh, directions you can go with, uh, with with a model nowadays with all these different parts. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, it's this is a time to be creative. This is the time to experiment and explore and, and just do, you know, all these different various things, even some things that maybe we see as like, man, this has not been done yet. You know, maybe it has, but we just don't see it. And until you bust out with it, you know obviously someone's gonna pull out oh check it you know so-and-so did something too which is fine but it's it's always kind of cool to kind of just you know try to push that envelope or, or be in that forefront of always trying something new and, and pushing it you know yeah and i mean if you think about this like rubber black is like to me the more i've been using it it's a staple no different than a semi-gloss black right like think about all your options from rubber hoses to belts to even rubber trim on a car like this is something that you need to have in your arsenal if you're airbrushing like 3d printing's not going away you're gonna have some resin in some form or shape and whether it's wheels or you're building an engine like this is just a really good paint yeah man it <laughs> It's crazy, man. I still remember like some years back when th there was really no talk about 3D printing at all. You wouldn't really see it, you know? And then when those conversations started to appear, it was only like maybe a couple people that, are, that were doing it at the time. And then now it's just like, you're getting hit from everywhere. Everyone's doing it, you know? It's it's pretty nuts, man. It's Look at what Casey said. I mean, I can't Let's even see him right now. Yeah, let me jump. Let me jump on the on the on the chat right now. Um, Casey said, "Put the printers in your car with an extension cord overnight." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, just let it. Just like open the trunk, put it in there, and just close it. No, no. Uh, <laughs> it'll probably smell super crazy in there. Like oh right yeah, man um is there any uh any shout outs before we wrap up this this episode 
Man, it's really hard to to do shout outs. I was thinking about it coming into it. I knew shout outs were coming, but yeah, I definitely want to just give a shout out to everybody in Down to Scale, everybody that has helped me along the way, whether it's just positive feedback, whether it's been input. Um, there's still a couple of people that I talk to all the time. Um, they know who they are. And those guys are are that that close-knit family that I have. But everybody in this community, everybody that follows me, that interacts, um, thank you for that. Thank you for your support. Thank you for just pushing. And so my my shout out just goes to the community in general for just being awesome, keeping this a positive place, and especially for people that are newer getting into it. Right on, man. No, thank you. Hey, th- thank you for being on the podcast. And, you know, I uh, also want to shout out everybody who's in the chat room uh, that was in saying hi, checking in. I know for some people, they had to step out because they got to go to work. You know, it's yeah. like it's just kind of cool knowing that, you know, there, there's some people from even from overseas that are tuned in, uh, tuning into this. So, um this is episode number 201, uh, 65 Looks Checking Out. And, uh, you know, we'll definitely keep you guys updated with uh, Bill's work, uh, Scaled by Snacks on Instagram. So, um, you know, if you're not following him, make sure you check out his, his work. But uh, we'll have his links and stuff like that on the description in the show notes. So th- thank you, Bill. I know it's pretty late for you out there. I yeah, man, I got to get to the time. And um, I, you know, we'll, we'll keep in touch, man. Have, have a good night. Oh, yeah, definitely. You too. Thank you, everybody, for joining in, whether it was night for y'all or morning. I appreciate y'all being here and just hanging out in chat or being here with us. Edgar, I really appreciate you having me back on. This was awesome. Look forward to coming together with the guys from Dedicated and doing it again closer to the show. Awesome, man. Definitely, definitely. And then in the future, you know, we're going to see each other. I look forward to seeing you in May as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I really look forward to meeting you. All right, man. You have a good night, man. Thank you. You too. Take it easy. All right. Peace out. Bye.